You are now entering a world, a world beyond our own dimension, where men are men. A world where men are the masters of their own destinies. A world where the laws of society no longer exist. This is the Society of Scoundrels. What's up? <clears throat> Good evening. Welcome. What's going on? Special guest today. Society of Scoundrels. Here we are. Back again. We are missing one. Josh is gone because he is in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. But we do have our we we do have Steve here. I'm here, and I'm we've here. got uh, my buddy Chris. How's it going? He's filling in yep. in Josh's place. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, it's sir. Good. It's good to meet you, man. It's good to meet you too. This is it's going to be a fun one. Another. How's fun everybody one. doing? Fingers crossed. Good, dude. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, woke up this morning, so yeah, that's yeah. always good. That. Exactly, depending on yeah. who you ask. That's really true. Is, yeah. uh, there's some people that their alarm probably goes off, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, I went walking into work, and about eight people go, "Son of a bitch!" Oh, yeah, so, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. So we have. <laughs> so uh, this is what episode thirteen, isn't it? Something lucky, like lucky that. Number thirteen. I'm starting to lose count. Yeah, I can't count very high, so that would be why. Yeah, I looked the uh, what was it um, day before yesterday? We we're very close to twenty five hundred downloads for our nice show. Which, and I know I sent you guys that thing about the statistics. The statistics, yeah. And we're doing better than over half of the podcasts out there, so I think we're doing all right. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Does it track your subscribers too on the different platforms? Um. It tracks, it tracks where they're getting it from. It tracks um, how many listens you have. Basically, it, it counts downloads. It counts like it, just listening to it. It counts as a download, right? Um, and then it'll it'll separate it between like different platforms people are using. Yeah. So if it'll say like this percentage of people are using Spotify, this percentage of people are using. Um, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and all this other stuff. And then it'll tell you what they're listening on. So it'll give you a number of people that are listening on their computer versus their mm -hmm. phone versus tablet or whatever. I got you. So, and then it'll break it down by weeks, months, and then it'll tell you what countries they're listening from. So... So it's a pretty intuitive breakdown yeah. is what you're saying. So yeah. we've actually had some listens in multiple other countries like... uh in well, the UK. Well, and what was the one that like really threw us off at like, first? It was like there was one in Iran or something. <laughs> there was one in Iran and yeah. I was like, really? Yeah, very weird. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. I don't know if... Uh, Shout out to you. Yeah. Yeah. Iran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. I didn't know they let them listen to anything over there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Chris and I have been... Best friends since we were what, like three, four years old. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been it's been a so minute. I've known Chris yeah. all my life. It's a long time. And um, yeah, we've yeah. played in multiple bands together. That uh, is true. Chris is still currently playing in bands. I'm kind of 
not really playing in a band at the moment, but yeah, it's it's more like part time though. Like once you start getting older, oh yeah, and doing that every Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday right. night gig, you're like, yeah, once a month is good. Just kind of yeah, you know, get the feeling and get out there and kind of yeah, you know, keep the dust shaking mm-hmm. off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, just you know, three and four o'clock <clears throat> in the morning every single you know night of the week, and kids don't understand tired or hungover. No, and those two things no. usually follow. You know, three-hour right. show at a bar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of uh, yeah. I also was I, I was going to mention that I uh, I lost a toenail. I know we sort of I sort of said something about that. Already yeah. asked him if he checked all his pockets. Oh, he said yeah, they wasn't Jesus. there. Yeah, yeah. It's not in any of your pockets. Did you check the laundry? Dude, I knocked it on the corner of this of the desk yesterday, and uh, you did like, good. The desk is still standing. If I did that, it wasn't I this, fucked desk. this desk. <laughs> It wasn't this desk. Oh, I pointed oh, okay. at the desk, but it was. Oh, okay. And uh, and it just like it peeled the toenail, and so then yeah. it was like one of those situations where you're like, "Well, I've got to pull it the rest of the way no, off." You don't. Now. You don't have to. You don't. <laughs> you, you don't. You put a bandaid on it. And I would have taped that. I would have taped that bitch down, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. That's, that's that athletic sucks when you go. Oh yeah. I'm gonna pull it the rest of the way off. So that's how you lost it. It fucking hurt, dude. Which toe? It's my little toe on this foot. You can't really see it. Oh, dude, that's your small, the smallest toe. Yeah, that sucks, dude. That reminds me of a pickup line. What's that? Best pickup line I've heard in a while. You remind me of my little toe because I want to bang you on every piece of furniture in the house. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's a good one. I tell my wife that in yeah. a little while. I bet that wasn't as much fun though. No. Yeah. No. No, probably it's not. not. The kind of banging I like to do. Yeah. I can't no. I can't do the toenail thing, man. I think everybody's got that one thing mm-hmm. that it's like, hey, you know, I could put fifteen stitches in my arm or see the bone sticking out and I'm fine. Yeah. But like toenails Toes. and fingernails, that's that's what it. What about me. eyeballs? I know eyeballs is a big trigger for a lot of people. I'm like fine with eyeballs. eyeballs. I, yeah. If I watch videos of like people doing eye surgery. Mm-hmm. That kind of grosses me out. Brian it's almost weird. puked in Hostel in the movie theater. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, which one? The Isn't first. there like three? Yeah. 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 Is you were three? probably like four when that movie came no. out. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably 14. Yeah. I watched you the were one. not 14. Chris and I were in like high school. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Really? They're yeah. that old? <laughs> yeah. Hostel? Yeah. 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 It makes one, me wonder, not not like, the first one. I think there was like oh, was either the, the second one. or third that I watched. The second one was worse right than the first one. Yeah, is the second one the one where the girl gets tied upside down and then that chick gets naked underneath her and like starts slashing her up yeah. and like is bathing in her blood? Oh yeah, yeah. that's the okay. second one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. the one I've seen. So I was a little off. Okay, we were out of high school. Yeah, it was oh six. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would so, be middle school. Yeah, I wouldn't be fourteen. School? I would have been twelve. Okay. Jesus Christ. I think. Hang on. No. 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 Thirteen. Thirteen. 13. Yeah. 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 I would. I turned thirteen in, in two thousand six. I was out of college for two years already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, one year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the oldest one in the room right now, no. though. That's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's only by like eight months though. So don't get yeah. too uh, fancy. That means it's yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah. The same. Yeah. What'd you do this weekend, Steve? Nothing. Hang I was out with the baby. Tired. Yeah, I was tired, dude. Yeah. I um I wanted to watch that fight, but I did too, man. I heard it sucked though. Yeah. That's what like I they just stood there and kind of stared at each other. Yeah, it was uh I I know. They they went five rounds. Mm-hmm. 
And it was basically them running around each other. Did Not, you get to watch it on your your uh, fight pass? No, because they don't or put any it, highlights. They'll put it on there later, but it's like way later. Yeah, like months could, later. Yeah. Oh, so you can't lame. really watch it. Until, but did you see highlights of it? Because I didn't. No, I didn't no. watch it. I didn't see any of it. I actually uh, went to work, and some of the guys were t- talking about it. Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, it was really disappointing." Yeah, because they hyped it up like it was going to be like this yeah. awesome fight. They said Israel Adesanya threw like maybe 15 punches the whole fight or something. But I guess he, yeah. like, destroyed his leg. Yeah. Romero's leg. Like, I saw the post-fight interviews, like, he's, like, talking with Joe. He's like, yeah, I fucked that leg up. Look at his leg. Like, does a fucking lie. He's, like, walking around <laughs> the octagon. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's well, the way guys, those uh, always are, though. They either go all five rounds, comes down to decision. Right. Nobody's even got a black eye. Or everybody's hyped up. We're in it. We're going like the days we used to go to Manny's. Yeah. We spent like 150 yeah. bucks on a bar tab. Title yeah. fight, 37 seconds. Oh, You're man. Like, Son of a I miss those days when bitch. we went to Manny's and watched them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And we used to go and they had, have you ever been to Manny's? Or, uh, it's gone now. Uh, no, oh, no. They had Greek food, but they used to do the fight thing. They would Manny's? They would get like the uh, Greek food. Was it here in West Ashley? Yeah. Yeah, it was next to T-Bones. Yeah. They showed the fights? Yeah. Yeah. That place was weird. Dude, it was like standing room outside. It was pretty cool, though. Really? There's like 100 people standing on curbside. I think there's a Manny's by Tanger. But they had TVs at the tables, too. Yeah, I've been there. So that was cool. Like, they would have every TV in the place on, like, the UFC fight. Yeah. And uh, I think I remember watching, like, Frank Mir snapped Tim Sylvia's arm there and, like, yeah, I think the Frank Mir Brock Lesnar fight we watched there because that was that was back when those guys were like the top dogs. Yeah, you know? like when Brock yeah. Lesnar debuted in the UFC. Yeah, because I was, think like Chuck it, Liddell and Tito Ortiz fought. Was I it Frank we Mir Ken Shamrock that he beat the dog shit out of? Who did? Uh, Brock Lesnar. Oh, I don't know, dude. He he got down on the Ken ground. Ken Shamrock was a he was a heavyweight. Yeah, he was. Was yeah. he? Yeah. And okay. I just, I, I'd never seen a guy that size move like that. I mean, yeah. dude, Brock Lesnar was moving like he was 115 yeah. pounds. I mean, he's yeah. nuts. Someone shared a picture of his rest, like his wrestling days of when he was in college. And he was just like, it was like a jacked fucking like beluga whale. Oh, just yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. The only difference is he didn't have the big ass sword tattoo yeah, on his yeah, chest. He it. looks the same. Yeah, it looks the exact same. Yeah. If yeah. I walked out in a wrestling singlet and get ready, I was like, no, nah, you can have this one. Yeah, I'm yeah. Good. That guy has a s- tattooed sword down his <laughs> <Yeah>. sternum. <laughs> I like chewing solid food yeah. and walking uh-huh. on my own feet. Yeah, um, Chris, you were a wrestler in high school. I was. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I watched. I watched Chris destroy this little short, fat dude one time. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, he couldn't pin him. This yeah. guy was so fat. Chris couldn't pin him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I wrestled, it was like two eighty five and up. Yeah. Right. Um. This kid was like a little Filipino kid. He was like five foot four and like 320. Oh my God. Yeah, there's just, there was no way. There's a picture of him now. Yeah, right, yeah. Chris has always been a big guy, but this kid was like, yeah. This kid was short, fat. And I remember watching, and I think it might have been one of the only fight, one of your only wrestling matches I ever went to, but Chris gets him on the floor and he's trying to pin him, trying to pin him, can't get him pinned. Chris just takes his head and just slams this kid's head on the floor like 40 times. Just bam, <laughs> bam, bam. When he went limp, it's easy to roll him over yeah, at right, that point. Yeah, there you go. 
It's I, was, like trying I felt to, bad for this kid because Chris just slammed his head over and over and over again. Kind of like trying to pin an like a like a bed mattress or right. something. You're yeah, like, oh, right. this isn't happening. Right, yeah. It was hilarious though. Oh, that's so funny, dude. <laughs> you guys want to drink a beer? Yeah, yeah. Do do yeah. All right, let's uh, drink a beer. Yeah, dude. I think I did something to my left pack though. Like oh I was, really? Yeah, I was benching today again for like, and it didn't feel bad, and um. Finished the benching, like, thank you, sir, the main portion, and it just still fucking hurt. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't happening. That's frustrating. So I'm I'm still getting over that muscle. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pull that. I'm going to heal with. Oh, what is this? Yeah, dude, look at this beer, <laughs> man. Shit. So that's why I got it. It's, this is gnarly. So brutal. All right, Chris, you can introduce this beer. Yeah, you you're our right. guest, dude. Uh, this is from Nightmare. Uh, the name of the beer is Blowing from a Gun. <laughs> um the uh, Jesus the the rap on it is a couple of old school cannons blowing a guy into a million pieces yeah I'm definitely on the label up. yes yeah this label is intense well, that's, that's why I got it. I, love it I I walked in and I went huh so it is an IPA I'm not an IPA guy I'm not either yeah um but it's a uh, double india pale ale um with indian cane sugar um, double dry hopped. These words don't go together with El Dorado Calypso Cashmere and Mosaic Dull Melon Drops. Jeez, where'd you get this beer? So I got this from a uh, house of brews. West oh, Ashley. Okay. Over there. Off of Close, say, you're not getting this from Harris Theater. <laughs> this, this one's 10.5 out percent alcohol. Oh, yeah. I'm chugging this bitch. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I got a, I've got a, a stout. If oh, we nice. want to do a second one. Nice. Yeah, for anybody listening, this is a a very intense can, and I'm going to put a picture of this on our uh, Facebook page yeah. because God, you I guys can have smell to see it the can. already. It's like, pretty amazing. Like I said, oh, I was like, dude, I'm not an IPA, wow. but I was like, the for can the label, is, I have the to can get is it. very exciting. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love how his face is just like, oh, my body's everywhere. Well, you have to look at it because you can see ribs and like fingers and stuff. Like it's. I'm having a hard time seeing it this close in the dark over here but i see the cannons i see his face in excruciating pain because his body yeah, is getting blown to smithereens all it's over the place it's ridiculous wow, that's this is our best can it's the definitely best <laughs> it's definitely can. the yeah. best can we've had on the on the show boom all right let's try this thing all right, see what all right. we got cheers fellas cheers. for an ipa it's not bad i'm i'm kind of with it's actually not bad right that's definitely an interesting flavor. It's interesting, but it's not terrible. No. And I hate IPAs. It, this one doesn't have as much of a, like that hoppy thump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. most IPAs have. Like you guys always describe them as somebody opened up a bag of weed. Yeah. And I think that's why I don't like the IPAs for that hoppiness. But this right. one's not, it's not bad up front. No. Well, uh, Chris, since you're our guest host, would you like to start the uh, ratings as well? Uh yeah sure so okay do you need a recap on the fl- uh the ratings or you got it no I studied pretty hardcore when you asked me to come on this <laughs> nice. podcast I re-listened to all of them nice um so flavor I mean it's an IPA you can still tell it's an IPA you get a little bit of that hop yeah only because of that am I giving it like a six okay um. So it's got a really good flavor. It does have a citrus kind of back to it, but I'm not picking up melon. Um, would I keep this in my fridge? Because of the fucking label, I would keep this in my fridge. I might not drink it, 
But mm. people come over, hey, you want a beer? Yeah, go in the fridge, grab you a beer. Um, but I mean, no, the flavor's not bad. I would keep it. Um, so I'd give it a two. And um, I don't know, man. Uh, I'd probably say a seven. I could drink a fistful of these if I don't really? get tired of the flavor. For the drinkability? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You got an overall? <clears throat> Uh, overall, if Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports has taught me nothing, you never go full round numbers. So I would give this one a respectable 7.2. Mm, so he's doing the decimals pretty, too. I've, yeah. Or, You're yeah. the only one that's never done decimals. Yeah. I think I did one last episode for the first time. Dave Portnoy always says when somebody scores something, only amateurs round it down. Mm, you always have to give yeah. a decimal place okay so, okay and we're not fucking amateurs right well, Brian? i mean come on. <laughs> barstool sports says it then i guess we gotta do fucking it fucking gospel at that point all right yeah what do you got there steve are you want me to go next sure all right, so all right let me get one more sip one more sip what are we doing flavor flavor I'm, I'm not I'm not hating it like i usually do with ipas like usually i'm like oh this is just like right it's like rhino piss or something you know i'm just not a fan of it <laughs> but this is like show it yeah. tastes like cat pee yeah <laughs> um it's surprisingly kind of smooth yeah but um i like uh, unlike you like i kind of do taste a little melon like on the back end just slightly okay but i'm gonna go with <sighs> dude i'm going a seven for flavor yeah oh, I, kinda, I really kind of like it dude <clears throat> and I'm probably going to keep it. This is the first IPA yeah. right here that I'm keeping in my fridge. You're keeping it. I'm keeping it, dude. Damn, we're wearing you down, dude. I know, dude. You're fucking turning me into like, what is it? One of those... Uh, alcoholic? That's the word yeah. you're looking for. <laughs> like a hipster alcoholic. <laughs> a guy with a beard who can't change a tire. Yeah. One of those yeah. guys. Yeah. A lush. Yeah. That's yeah. the nice way to say it. Um, so I gave it a seven yeah. for flavor. I'm keeping this in my fridge. That's a two. That's a two for this IPA for for me. Um, drinkability. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go six point five. Okay. Six point five. Because I mean, it is an IPA. You like you said, you can tell it's an IPA. Yeah. But um, but it is kind of smooth. So I'm going six point five. Overall, I'm going seven. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let me. I'm gonna take another sip as well. Yep. Yeah. You gotta keep this one. It's, it's gotta keep this is a hard it. one to judge. Yeah. Okay. Even though it's good, I think. So, I like IPAs. This is a very unique IPA to me. Um, it's. I'm gonna give the uh, the flavor. Uh, I'm not. I'm not exactly with you guys. I'm not 100% crazy about the flavor of this. Mm -hmm. um, to me, it's almost like somebody took a stick of Nag Champa incense and stirred the beer with it. That's yeah. only because you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's, crazy. it's got a lot of flavors going on there. The reason you don't are, like it is because it doesn't taste like an actual IPA. And you're oh, an IPA guy. Maybe. Maybe. Don't talk um, shit about my awesome beer. I'm not talking <laughs> shit about it. This is an honest beer review, right? Oh, yeah, true. So, okay. the, but the, you know um, what's funny? The more I drink it, the less IPA it tastes. Yeah. Flavor, I'm going to give it a five. A five? Yeah. Wow, I like this beer more than you. Uh, you do. It's very <laughs> weird. This is a weird day, dude. Uh, one, I'm probably not going to keep this in my fridge. 
What? Yeah, this Holy might be the shit. this might be the first beer I said I'm gonna give my fridge. Very bizarre. What an um, drinkability <laughs> is I'll give it a six point five. Okay. Okay. I and think that's then, what I gave it. Yeah. Right. Overall, I'm gonna give it a five. Whoa. Yeah. We're totally different today. Yeah. Are you okay? Do you? Feel I mean, my right? taste buds could okay. be off for some reason. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just what I'm. I'm. It's just what I'm experiencing right now. Are you having any like, coughing symptoms? I'm going or? to drink yeah. it. Do you have coronavirus? Yes. Oh fuck. Oh no, I don't That's think could so. be it, dude. I don't hate the beer. I'm not. I don't want you yeah, guys to yeah, think yeah. I no, hate no, the no. beer. But it's not your usual scoring. It's definitely not. Um, it's not my usual it's not scoring. My yeah. Um, I think. I think half of that, the the the, the can though is like. It's been a few days reason. since I've had a beer. Really? So maybe. See, I drank this weekend. It could be. That my taste buds are just a little off. Yeah. Yeah, about seven or eight of these, man, you probably will enjoy it. I'm sure I would. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. You'll probably right. feel it, too. Ten and a half, But though. it's got a, yeah. it's, I don't know, it's feel like it's some kind of weird incense kind of taste to it. Yeah. If you don't. Kind of t- it sort of I, tastes I, I, like I incense smells a little yeah. bit to me. Yeah. See, I, I notice if you don't drink it, like, regularly, like, if you're not constantly sipping off of it, you almost get kind of like a spicy aftertaste in the back of your yeah. throat like a tabasco kind of yeah kind of feel but kind of reminds me have you that uh oh it's at the frothy beard uh they're red oh what is it you've been there right frothy um, beard company yeah, yeah yeah the brewery the the we need uh, to do their beers. yeah i know we do but they're one i can't remember, it's like red irish beer or whatever i don't know if i've had that one it's yeah it's like around 10. Oh really? Yeah. I've had it and like each time I go back there I I don't like it but I still go for it cuz I'm like, "Oh, maybe I'll like it this time." Right. No. It's it's a it's a strong taste in beer. Yeah. Yeah. Can't huh. do it. I guess that's the end of that beer review, yeah. but uh I was going to mention that <laughs> Since you mentioned it a minute ago, uh-huh. there's this whole panic going on with the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And uh I don't know I, I think people just think we're all gonna die. Like it's a plague. Like yeah. everything's there's like people it is buying silly, dude. all kinds of stuff. Like well, everything's out of stock. They're, yeah, they're buying like bulk toilet paper. Yeah, I saw the and toilet water. Like, paper why are you thing? doing that? Yeah. There's like no toilet paper. Yeah. But if more people die, less people are wiping their ass. So Yeah, what what do you, you do? You have toilet like, paper, you're good. Yeah. What do you, I don't I guess people think they're just gonna get quarantined in their house. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It's very weird. I know that if you are um if you've got any disposable cash, now would be the time to buy some stocks, I would believe. Yeah, yeah. oh dude, no the shit. Stock market is completely yeah. tanking over oh, this yeah. It's taking a shit, man. I almost <laughs> didn't even I almost didn't even wasn't able to do news articles because every article that I find is right. about the coronavirus. Well, I found one like, that was kind of interesting. Is this gonna be our coronavirus about. special? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, my worry is not the actual virus right it's more of like people panicking so bad that big events get canceled right and then like the economy just takes a complete shit you know what i mean like um the arnold sports festival the arnold classic in columbus ohio this past weekend yeah just the expo canceled really oh yeah canceled it like the competitions were still held it wasn't like completely canceled but like the big main thing that brings everyone to columbus 
just canceled. I think it's so overblown, it's, dude. Oh, it's so for sure. Out of proportion. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is all being just perpetuated by the fucking shitty media. Oh, yeah. Which is what they mm-hmm. do. You know? For sure, dude. Well, the problem is it's mass hysteria, right? And you have to have yeah. those peak ratings. Right. And like just doing some of the statistics on it, it's got a higher kill rate than the flu. So like the flu every year kills like one, almost 2% of right. the people who are infected with the flu. This one's got like a 3.4%. Mm-hmm. But that's only because a 30th of the people have been infected with coronavirus in comparison to the flu. Yeah, right? they don't have uh, reliable numbers yet. Right. On anything. And same thing. It's people who have autoimmune, autoimmune, yeah. you know, the elderly, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, right. just let it hit. Right. Let it do its thing. Quit, we need a good know. plague, dude. I'm glad it's here. <laughs> dude, I, could, the herb, I am pro-coronavirus. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because like people like if you talk like to some people that just don't like know anything about it, they're like, well, it's new. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not new. Like this, um, uh, like a buddy of mine at the gym, his, I may be saying this wrong, like his buddy's grandmother will say or whatever because i didn't fully pay attention to right. his story um <laughs> but he said like his grandmother had to go to the hospital because she had like like a cold kind of going on like a chest cold or something right and this was back in like 2012 yeah so she went to the hospital in 2012 for her like chest cold we'll say yeah and then she recently just had a checkup like in the past few days and they looked at her medical history and that time when she went to the hospital she had the coronavirus yeah it was here in the states it's been yeah. around for a yeah. long time yeah if you, you look, look at the back of the can of lysol yeah yeah it coronavirus. says coronavirus yeah, there's yeah. no way they're adding that yeah. in the last right. two no. months no yeah. like there's no way you just bought a can yesterday because people are buying lysol like crazy oh yeah. it's nuts and you know what i mean they say that lysol can's been on the shelf for 6 months you know what I mean? Or yeah. whatever. Like you could go, if you had like a can of Lysol in your house for like two years, it's going to say coronavirus on the back of it. Yeah. yeah. So it's every, funny, every man. year we have it's a not. good pandemic. You oh know? yeah. We had swine flu, bird Maybe flu. Maybe not every year, but it's every two I, years. I at did least. get swine flu. Did you? Oh dude, it was brutal. <sighs> what, what, what was that? Like? <laughs> so it was like eight days straight. Um, oh my God. That's a long time. The worst fever dreams hallucinations like your fever spikes and you can't get it to come down I think that was the meat sweats Jesus. dude and it could have been <laughs> it could have been so that night at Cowboy Steakhouse oh god yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ I don't know how you ate so much food it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah but um yeah it was like eight days straight and there was nothing they could do uh, about it They're like just rough sweat it out man and you'll make it and I'm like you sure you'll make it it's pretty fucking brutal team of flu yeah. <laughs> yeah that that story you were telling about the Cowboy Brazilian Steakhouse we uh we went there with our wives and that's probably one of the only times I just ate Chris right under the table. Like just, oh, yeah, no yeah, shit. Eating, 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 eating. I don't mean I ate him under the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. He blows me under the table. He ate your dick under the table. No, dude, they, uh, you know, the Brazilian steakhouses, they have like the little green light, red light thing. Yeah. 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 And, um, these, all of them tapped out and I was still like, come on. This Come is on, after he lost his weight too. I'm they were like, just bringing all this meat, rice, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, I was destroying the meat. Yeah. Like all of us, 
All the vegetarians we talk about almost every episode, they would be so disappointed in me. Oh, they would have been disgusted. Yeah, disgusters. Fuck them, dude. Shit. The rest. Unless you listen to our show, then yeah. Unless then you're cool. You're cool. Sort of. (laughs) Then we're gonna do an asparagus review next. (laughs) We're gonna do celery with peanut butter and raisins. And then we're all gonna pee and ants on a log. And we're gonna we're gonna rate everyone's pee. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Collar density smell. smell. (laughs) (laughs) That is rank. Let's drop the news. What do you think? I'm gonna drop the news. Well, I was gonna say, like, oh, I found an article that um, scientists said that they can create dinosaurs in the next few years. Yeah, we knew Aren't that. Aren't you they gonna do that in Park the, like are 20 you years do that ago. in the news? Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, okay, man. well, the news. Yes. <laughs> there you go. No, um, you literally no, do like, that every even, time. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> But I was going to say, like, we've literally had four movies as to why this is a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um, on this was on, I don't know if it's a reliable source or not, but like I came across it. I mean, it was on Facebook. So I decided to like Google it myself. I don't know if this is real or not. Well, everything on Facebook's real. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. That's, let's, you know, that's why I'm bringing it up. I, I kind of hope this is real because I'm like I kind of would I would totally go to like Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Even if it shit the right. bed, I'd still want to go. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like you know, like hey, people are getting eaten. That's kind of cool. <laughs> that's right. if, you, if you make it out of there alive, that's yeah. kind of exciting. Yeah. Um. All right, so <clears throat> let me see, let me find a good starting point here. Um, you can uh, tell who doesn't usually do the news. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> But it's a cool article. We're <laughs> yeah. Here. Okay. No, that's cool, man. Dr. Jack Horner, who has consulted. Is that really his name? That is his name. Did he sit in a corner? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Eating a Christmas pie? <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> well, anyways, Dr. Jack Horner, who has consulted on all four Jurassic Park films. He's like, all okay. right. Yeah, these kind of prove that they're a bad idea, but he initially believed the key to recreating prehistoric creatures lay in working with ancient DNA strands. Further study about DNA degradation over time has since ruled out that possibility. Instead, a group of scientists at Harvard and Yale have turned to the modern-day chicken. So they're kind of like using chicken DNA. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's basically a dinosaur. That's what they say on this article. Why? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, They're very similar to dinosaurs. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, like they, well, I know that dinosaurs weren't actually like reptile-like. I guess they actually had like feathers and and fur and shit. Yeah. So I guess that kind of makes sense that chickens are very, they're very similar to like dinosaurs. I guess my question is, Why? Why create dinosaurs? Yeah. Money, dude. I mean, there's nowhere to put them. Yeah. Where would you there, put There's dinosaurs? nowhere for them to fucking free range anymore. Yeah, this article doesn't... That's about you know, all that article yeah. goes in depth of because I don't want to get on this too long. Right, right. Like you created, it, doesn't, it doesn't go on like, oh, where would we I make a park? I think you should open a park, like on an island somewhere maybe. Like, you'd, I, don't yeah. I don't know, maybe Los Angeles. <laughs> you'd, you'd totally <laughs> have like to. a great idea. But you couldn't do... It sounds like a book. You couldn't yeah. do like pterodactyls. <laughs> or a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You couldn't do flying dinosaurs. No, no, no. no. Those get out. Them. No, those get out. It's game yeah. over. People yeah. are dying. Yeah. yeah. But, wow, mm, that's pretty yeah. wild, though. Yeah, um, I'd say. buy a dinosaur, though. 
a little like, like a I one? To, yeah, what were the ones oh, that, the uh, ones that, that <laughs> what's the no, oh, no, the not ones that, that killed one. Newman? No, those <laughs> yeah. things are fucking yeah. Yeah. The Where little tiny ones from the second one. Like there's like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one that ripped the girl up like yeah. in the school. Yeah. yeah. Like they were all like in packs and they just destroyed that little girl in the beginning. Yeah, but one is not dangerous. It's when you get 50 of them. Yeah, just get one. Right. Just get one. You train it. Fucking litter box in the corner. You know what I fucking train it, dude? Is that we have this idea in our heads from movies of what dinosaurs sounded like, but there was nobody oh, around. It's completely made up. Like the yeah. T Rex in the Jurassic Park films was like the like the roar. Yeah, it made roar. was like elephant, um, seals, right? Like combined, well, like that, to make that sound effect. Well, and the, what's funny to me is that like if you look at every other lizard that's basically a dinosaur, they mm-hmm. don't make any noise. So why do we True. think that dinosaurs made noise? Uh, I don't know. Science. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, like if you look <laughs> at but like there's really what is what's like the biggest like lizard on the planet that resembles a dinosaur? Like a like a Komodo, Komodo dragon? dragon? Probably, yeah. yeah. I saw a video on Nature is Metal of two Komodo dragons fighting each other the other day. Oh shit. And they make fucking noise, dude. <laughs> they are like hissing at each other and right. shit. And I'm like, all right, well, those things are probably like what as big as like these tables here. Mm-hmm. I mean, like T Rexes were like as big as your house. Well, that's the perfect segue into my first news article. Oh, okay. A Komodo dragon with no male partner gave birth to three hatchlings. Doctor Ian Malcolm, oh, nature finds a way. Is a, this is uh-huh. a CNN article. Back to Jurassic Park. Uh, yep. There's a a dragon at the Chattanooga Zoo in Tennessee. Okay. And uh, I guess. You know, I guess we'd call it a Jesus lizard, right? Because there's no male partner, but the the mother had yeah. had lizards. So they they tried to get this uh, they tried to get this um, dragon to mate with a a male dragon, and but it he didn't wasn't work. Married, and his morals were too high. Right. I guess. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't yeah. bring this one home to yeah. mom. No. Yeah. So he wasn't DTF. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, yeah. So they they hoped they would breed them, and it didn't work. And uh, then they, she ended up having hatchlings anyway. And uh, apparently, this is a phenomenon called parthenogenesis, and it's very rare among vertebrates. Um, only seventy backbone species can do it, which is about point one percent of all vertebrates. Apparently, what happens is another egg rather than sperm fertilizes an egg, which is very strange. I can't even wrap my head around that. I don't understand yeah, it's bizarre, how an dude. egg fertilizes an egg, but that's <laughs> what they said. So They don't go into depth of like how it, the science behind that. Right. Oh, so apparently they actually, they thought that this male lizard that they tried to breed her with. Yeah was the father of these these baby Komodo dragons. And they actually did a DNA test. Did they go on Mori? It's funny because there's a thing that says Mori voice. And then it, the, the lizards calls um, Kadal. And they hmm. say, Kadal, you are not the father. I guess they put that <laughs> on Facebook. Nice. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they, they said he was not the father of the, the hatchling. So it was like immaculate conception, basically. Um, so they, uh, apparently Komodo dragons have evolved to reproduce both sexually and 
parthenogenically. It's kind of terrifying. Um, yeah. That's a terrifying animal. Because they live so isolated that they're, yeah. they've evolved to a point where they can have, they can reproduce without a, a male partner. Wow. They have to survive. Yeah. Did you know that um, Komodo dragons are not poisonous, but if they bite you, you'll the die? bacteria. Because, of, yeah, there's yeah. so much bacteria. In it was there. funny because, like, I, again, it was like Instagram when I saw the fight, but they, like, were wrestling, but yeah. they weren't biting each other. Yeah. Because someone, probably more intelligent than me, because they were writing in, like, proper English, you know? Right. In their comment, in the comment section, they were like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, they don't bite each other because, like, they know, like, they'll die. The other they'll one will them. die. Right. They're, they're just doing it because, like, ah, oh, like, I'm just dominating. Like, they literally are, like, doing a wrestling match. Like, they pin each other. <clears throat> yeah. Like, if one pins the other on the fucking ground and it's like, ah, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Like, this is my territory now. Yeah, but if you just pin him, like, two months down the road, he's like, you know what? I think I'm tougher now and he'll come back. Yeah, he might. If you just kill him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's But they, like, appara- right? apparently they don't want to kill each other, though. That's strange. It's very weird. It's a weird animal, dude. Yeah, I remember watching the crocodile hunter Steve Irwin, rest in peace. But yeah. he he had a whole episode special of like him like tracking komodo dragons down, and they were climbing in trees and shit. And like, oh fuck that! Where you weird. find they're on what Galapagos Islands? Yeah, yeah. But he was like Pretty talking wild. about them and how intense of an animal they are. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, now, like lizards and shit are okay until they get to like. The two foot range. Yeah. Did anything after that? Komodo like, dragons are like four feet long. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're this like, is a fucking problem. Ooh, that's like a tiny dinosaur. Yeah. 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 Well, you remember when I, up, uh, dude, my old roommate, Peter, mm-hmm. um, you remember he had like the two iguanas? Ugh. Yeah. 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 And I was always like, I, I finally held one and I was like, okay, yeah. I don't it's know why you would bad. have this as a pet. Yeah, but whatever. Right. Here, or like people when back. they're like, oh, I want a, I want a snake as a pet. It's yeah. weird. Why? No. Why? Because they're such Why? good cuddlers. Yeah, right. That's no. fucking weird, man. Here's I, a, you know what? I hope that snake escapes your cage, its cage, yeah. and it climbs in your bed at night and it eats you <laughs> because you're an idiot. Dude, <laughs> snakes, I've, same thing. A yeah. dog is a fucking pet. Yeah. It plays fetch. It's happy when you come home. Yeah. There are stories when people die in their home. And they find the dog dead next to their owner. Yeah. Because the dog dies of depression, right? Yeah. And They're starvation. Like my fucking best friend's dead. Not cats. A snake and a fucking cat will eat you if you die. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, That's what I was gonna say. I don't even consider cats as pets. Right. right. It's like a tiny it's a fucking tiny lion in your yeah. fucking house. Cats are mean as shit and they're assholes. Yeah. They look right at you and they're like, Go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah. Just yeah. knock it right off the, the table. Yeah. It's not no fun. Yeah. All right. Well, while we're on the uh the subject of animals, the uh, there's a doping scandal in the horse racing world. Get the fuck out of town. Yeah, I've been talking what? about this shit for years. Yeah. Finally, yeah. Um, so horse racing trainers and veterinarians are charged in an international doping scandal. This Whoa. is from NBC News by uh, Tom Winter. Um, I guess there's two dozen trainers, veterinarians, and others in horse racing, and they're charged in a huge doping scheme that amounted to nothing less than abuse. They've manufactured, purchased, sold, shipped, delivered, received, and administered thousands of units of performance-enhancing drugs for use on racehorses. And um, they've indicted 11 trainers, seven veterinarians, and nine drug suppliers. That's like a thing. Yeah. (laughs) 
I didn't Jesus. realize that that was, I mean, I guess I should have known, like, you know, anywhere you have such stiff competition, you're going to have, like, some type of doping. Oh, yeah, dude. And you're going to use, but I didn't ever thought about, like, you could use it on animals, you know what I mean? Like, performance. Oh, yeah. Drugs. I watched a, it might have been a documentary on, like, ESPN and, like, how they talked about how the horse racing, like the Kentucky Derby and shit, like horses back in like the 80s, 70s, they could actually like, they kind of were beating around the bush like that their horses were like kind of juiced. Yeah. And now they can't do that now. So the horses back then, if you look at the horses that they raced in like the 80s and the 70s, they're just like jacked. Yeah. And now they're much, much smaller. That's pretty wild, and they're like, man. yeah, like horses, they don't look like how they used to. Yeah. Like in horse racing. I guess the substances they use stimulated endurance, deadened nerves, increased oxygen intake, and, re- and reduced inflammation. What? But um, it caused cardiac issues and uh, leg fractures. Sounds about right. <laughs> and <it> increased <laughs> the risk yeah. of injury and death. Did you so, say one of them was deadening the nerves? Yeah. So, like, they couldn't feel pain? Basically, I guess that's, yeah. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> so, they said it's it's just basically animal abuse, like the things that they've done with, yeah. the, with these animals. So, one of them died of a heart attack after sig- a significant amount of PEDs. In one instance, 50 injections. So... Yeah, I know it's a big money money industry for oh, it's race huge, horse dude. racing, but uh, yeah, I guess you. I don't know. I wonder if Lance Armstrong owns, owns a racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, they got me here too. <laughs> yeah, couldn't you get the same result as just getting like Marin heat and spray it on the male horse's face? I don't and know. You would chase that like scent before the fucking yeah. Race. Like as soon as you drop the yeah. stall doors, be like. Yeah. Tearing ass after a horse. I don't know. Like, I think it's the most interesting, like, spectator sport because when you think about it, like the Kentucky Derby or whatever, yeah, it's one yeah. lap. You're like, yeah, it's done all in of five the lead minutes. up and uh, the yeah. hype around it for literally, yeah. like, it's not even five minutes, is no. it? No, it's like three. Yeah. Like, I, my grandpa, he, uh, he used to stay with us like every Wednesday. And I think one time, I think. It was a weekend. He was just down hanging out with us. And he's like, all right, the Kentucky Derby's on TV. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, what is that? Like, I was little. I didn't understand what it was. He's like, oh, these horses race around the track. Like, whoa, that sounds cool. Like, my brain was like NASCAR. Yeah. And the horses just continue to race. (laughs) It's like I went in the house. We were like kind of hanging out outside. We go in the house to watch. And he's like, all right, bud, they're getting ready to go. And I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. They're like running and he's like cheering and shit. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then like they go around and I'm like, everyone's getting crazy and rowdy. And then they come back around and they're like, yeah, that's almost over. And I'm like, oh my God. And so then they like cross the finish line and it was done. Yeah. And he's like, wow, what a race. And I'm like, what? It's over? It? <laughs> that's stupid. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that same thing happened to me like, Two years ago. Really? Yeah. So I knew horse racing was a thing. Yeah. I knew they always took one lap. Uh-huh. I don't know the stats, the breeders, yeah, the owners, right. the jockeys, any of that shit, right? And so we had some friends lived around the corner from the house and like the Preakness and the Kentucky Derby, like all those were like a huge thing. Yeah. So y'all got to come over and drink. Like we're having this big ass party and it's a Preakness party. Hold on. Right, what sure is you- it? Is it Preakness, Belmont, 
and the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. That's the triple that's crown. That's the triple right? crown. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Only very few have won all three, right? Yeah. Right. It's only like a handful. Sorry, go ahead. And so we go over to these people and they're like, make sure you bring cash. You know, because oh, all the horses, shit. you do like a, a blind, throw your money in the pot, pull a name out, that's the horse you're cheering for. for. Yeah. Sally McNally. Yeah. And <laughs> dude, like all the girls are wearing fancy hats and oh, shit. Yeah. Like, we're in a garage. Right. Yeah. In West Ashley. <laughs> drinking Bud Light out of a can. Yeah. The girls are drinking mint juleps. Take the fucking hat off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it was like eight hours. Right. Of pregame and like. All the guys there are like, oh, yeah, this is so-and-so. He's the owner of this horse, man. He's got, like, seven generations of stallion. But I'm like, right. it's a fucking horse. Yeah. <laughs> the race is going to last five. Oh, yeah, it's over. We're going back to drinking. You're not awesome. in that yeah. world. You cool. really don't understand. Dude, oh, it's, no. it's nuts, man. They, they yeah. care more about the stats, the horses' names, and all that shit. And like, their dude, outfits. Like the, that like they're the NFL. Wear, yeah, the, the outfits <laughs> that they got to wear to watch the five-minute yeah. race. The yeah. name thing kills me. I don't Sally understand. Sally McNally. Where they Ants come up, in the pants. Yeah. Where was they come justified? up with these names. Was the, justified. It was yeah. the big one. Yeah. yeah. Or American Pharaoh. Yeah. Like, where do you come up with these? Yeah, the, uh, like, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Because it's so weird and off the wall. But yeah. I don't, like, I wonder if there's like a, there's probably online you could find like a horse name generator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would think it would be interesting. I don't know how they decide, like, what am I going to name this horse? Because you had like Secretariat, you know, yeah. like. Some like, of them are kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. But like some of them are like, who named that horse? Like a fifth grader? Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Do you remember like in uh, The Sopranos, like Pi oh My was yeah. like the horse that he yeah. bought? <laughs> yeah. Pi oh My. Yeah. I was like, what a weird name. Yeah. Like, where do you get that from? Very weird. Yeah. But is it weirder than just naming the horse like Jake? <laughs> yeah. You're like, they're like here is Sally <laughs> McNally, American Pharaoh. Here comes Jake. And you know, there's like, yeah. Jake. And you're just like, Yep, that's my yep. horse, Jake. Go with Jake, like Mr. Ed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wilbur. All right. Jesus Christ. So, another, uh, another story we have, um, basically talking about the coronavirus. Um, if you guys plan on going on a cruise anytime soon, Fuck. Carnival is going to give you your drinks for free. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess this is a, just a make sure their numbers stay up, you know, with all their customers. Yeah. Yeah. What port and, um, are they going to pull into though? I don't know. Just Hopefully seven extra Wuhan. fun days at sea. Yeah. Staying liggered up the whole We're time. We're almost at Wuhan port. <laughs> like, what <laughs> the fuck? No, 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 no. Please turn around. Oh my on. God. <laughs> yeah. So they, um, I guess the CDC added a page to the, uh, this is, by the way, this is from, uh, Jalisa Castrodale. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, they added a page to travel advice and resources section uh, called the COVID-19 and cruise ship travel. Mm. And they were basically addressing all the issues with um, taking a cruise at this time yeah. during this whole outbreak. I don't mean to downplay the outbreak of the coronavirus. I just right. think we're blowing it out of proportion. Yeah, I think it's, it's not as big of a deal. As I think, think you're just being is. a dick. Yeah. I, I mean, it's I am a terrible. Dick. Yeah. So they should all be scared. I mean, we my got grandma has here. Corona. Geez. I've got my toilet paper and hand sanitizer. At yeah, the house. I have yeah. water at yeah. my house. So, but anyway, they 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 give all these warnings about cru- cruises and everything, and then Carnival decided like they're going to announce that if you haven't been frightened off by the coronavirus, that you can uh, take a cruise with them, and they will give you basically vouchers for uh, credits on the uh, Carnival cruise ships. 
depending on the length of the trip, it could be between $100 and $200, which to me, I was thinking if I'm taking a five-day cruise, $200 is not going to cover my alcohol. It's going to cover Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be Tuesday. So it's not exactly free drinks. Right. It's some free drinks. Yeah. Um, Probably normal people drinks. Right. Not us drinks. But you don't just have to use them for drinks. You can use it for whatever on the boat, I guess. Mm. Spa treatments, excursions, whatever it might be. Um, while you are on this boat. So now's a good time to take a cruise if you want to save some money. Interesting. If you want to avoid the coronavirus, though, I would probably not go yeah. on a cruise. Have so, you guys been on a cruise? I have. Yes. I've been on two. Yeah. I've been on one. I actually have a good story of mine. I went with um, my parents in high school. Oh, really? It was okay. Yeah. It was fun, I guess, but yeah, you're, in you're high with school, your parents. Though. Yeah. So, but then I went again as a very young adult. Yeah. With a girlfriend. And oh, really? That was fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like her. Never really did, yeah. but. <laughs> so it's just okay. Chris hated her. Really? <laughs> so uh, Brian asked me. She's just a bitch, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brian asked me. Uh, but if you, it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have met my wife. Yeah. So. Yeah. When he, when he first proposed, he was like, hey, man. I want to know if you'll be my best man at the wedding. And my exact response was, dude, I've known you my whole life. I'll be there for the wedding and I'll be right beside you during the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. Uh, that's awesome. Thank so, God that never came yeah. to fruition. Oh man. Or even if like, if we had a kid, holy shit, I would yeah, still have to be in contact ruin. with her yeah. for like now. Oh, oh God. It'd be terrible for yeah. you too. Thank God that didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, she's listening. I've been on one cruise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. dude. You've been on one cruise? One cruise, and we went through... We didn't do it out of here, because we were like, we don't want to go out of here. We want to go out of, like, somewhere else. Right. So we went to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Yeah. Went out of there. It was an eight-day cruise for my first cruise. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, I get, like, motion sick. Oh, yeah. 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 But I never got sick. Like, I was just like, oh, I'm queasy this whole fucking time. I think we talked about this on another episode we did. Did we? Where I talked about walking down the promenade deck. We and did, I got, yes. I got yes. sick. But yeah. anyways, my story, I don't think I've talked about the story, like, on this show. Yeah. But, um, so we went to St. Martin, and they have the... um the airport on the beach where the right. big planes literally like land over you while you're on the beach drinking mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like, I want to go there. Right. Really bad. I've seen videos on the internet and I didn't know that's where this was yeah. until we like ported there. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. I've seen videos of like all the planes landing on this beach. I've always wanted to see it. We got to go. Yeah. And so like my wife, um, brother-in-law and, like my wife's friend were like, all right, whatever. And you know, when you get off the ship, like they're like swarm you, like the people that live there swarm you. Yeah. $20, we take you here. Oh, and yeah. you're like, Tourist, oh, you got cash, dude. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, oh shit. Well, $20, we go there and back. That's fine. Right. Yeah. She's like, all right. We go out there, right? And this woman had like a BMW, but it wasn't like a real BMW. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like one of those like cheap knockoff BMWs. Right. And I tried explaining that after I like destroyed her car, like to like my family, and they're like, "It was a BMW." And I'm like, "No, it wasn't. It wasn't real." <laughs> so then we get we get out there, see a couple planes land, and she's like, "Ah, you know, like I I I'd be right here for you." 
you know, like, and take you back. Right. We're like, all right, cool. She's like, just be here in an hour. We're like, awesome. So we were enjoying ourselves, having a good time. And then, uh, so then we like, our hour was up. We're like, all right, we got to go back or else we're going to be like stuck on this weird island forever. So we get back to where we track her down. She's like, hey, hey. We're like, oh, hey, thanks for waiting for us. Right. And she's parked in this parking lot because that's where you park your cars are in parking lots. And even there? Yeah, I was about even, to say, is that there. just overseas or? <laughs> even there. Oh. But she parked really close to like this van. Right. And of course, everyone goes on the other side of the car, like to get in where there's all this space. Right. And they leave me the fucking whitest guy, like the biggest guy to like sneak in, you know, like yeah. to get like to not sneak in, but like squeeze in uh-huh. to get into the car. And I'm like, Oh, thanks everyone. Real dick move. <laughs> so yeah. I get in and I'm in the back seat and I go to shut the door, but it didn't shut all the way. Right. I'm like, Oh shit. So like give it a nice little tug and the fucking handle just rips off oh, Jesus. the door. And I'm like, oh fuck. Did you sit it down in the back? Yeah. I just well, like it was still attached to the door, but it was like ripped off. Yeah. And I just was like like trying to push it up against it, like to try and like <laughs> so when she I'm did like, yeah. what you do? Yeah, she, she, but like she heard it. She goes, oh, be careful back there. And I'm like, oh yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. And my wife's like fucking fix it. I'm like, yeah, just give me a sewing kit and a fucking glue gun and I'll be right at it. (laughs) Fix it right away. This is not getting (laughs) I was like, oh my God, we're in a weird area. She's going to see it. She's going to fucking tell her boyfriend and he's going to get his posse. They're going to cut our fucking heads off. I don't know. Like this weird man. (laughs) Like, oh shit. That's the thing about being in foreign countries. Yeah. I'm like, you're like, Oh, with the same laws don't apply as yeah, the United States. Like, I was everything's so different. nervous. And it was like Everything a 25 cool minute now. ride. Yeah. yeah. It was like a 25 minute ride back. And right. I'm the whole time I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to book it when we get there. Yeah. And, uh, my wife and her friend were like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm telling you, we get there. We just fucking go. Yeah. And like, you know, we're like, she finally gets there and she drops us <laughs> off. And I'm like, okay, bye, bye. And like, I'm like pushing them out of the backseat. I'm like, go. Meanwhile, my brother-in-law, he's like getting his wallet out to get his like $20. He's like, oh, uh, hang on. Let me count. And I'm like, oh, fuck. He's going to get us killed, dude. Yeah. Oh, shit. So then anyways, he paid, walked off and we we're like, we we're like high in like a little shop like down the street. Right. And he finally tracks us down. He goes, "Where'd you guys go?" I'm like, "Bro, I broke her door." He goes, "Oh <laughs> fuck, you should have told me." I'm like, "I can't tell you. You're sitting next to her." <laughs> you know, I was like, I was very kind of like, "Well, see ya, good luck, dude." <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, just completely tore this woman's like door That's off. That's funny. Yeah, I think so I nervous. When we went on our honeymoon, I broke the door and all that stuff in the in the hotel room. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. You might have told me that. Yeah, I think I told that story. Uh, it's so nerve wracking, though. You're the like, whole screen door yeah. fell into the room. Uh, dude, my my honeymoon was an amazing dumpster fire. Oh yeah, you from t- the world. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. Mine yeah. kind of was too, though. Yeah. But anyways, you yeah. first. We uh, same thing. We did a cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did it. Um, honeymoon wise so the next morning we got married on a Saturday we had brunch with the bridal party and all that other kind of good shit and then down to Port Canaveral okay to ship out well I just kind of laid my credit card down told the wife I was like book where you want to go 
handle it. So she still debates me on this to this day that yeah. I knew where we were sailing out of. But um, so we book it. We think we're going to Port Canaveral. So we get in there Sunday night, get a hotel room, kind of hang out, wake up early the next morning. I said, you know what? Let's just go down to the port and get an idea of how it all runs, everything like that. So we go pull into the port. We don't see our vessel listed anywhere. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's, you know, out to sea. And when they get done loading this vessel, they'll pull out and the other one will back in. That's how ports work, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't <laughs> at all. Yeah. So we get there and I talked to one of the port hand guys and he's like, yeah, we have no idea what that vessel is. And I'm like, what? And he's like, never heard of it. So we start digging through like paperwork and the itinerary and shit. Yeah. We oh, got to be in God. Fort Lauderdale <sighs> in like four hours. Oh, shit. So at this time she was driving yeah, a dude. focus. We had that thing at 90 miles an hour, just booking it, man, all the way down, just straight down to Fort Lauderdale. We finally uh, get there. I drop her off at the front. I'm like, look, if you get the luggage and everything like that, they can't leave with you and not me. So I go tearing ass about a mile away to the parking garage. All the cabbies are like, yeah, we don't drive inside the port. I'm like, dude, come on, man. I got 20 bucks to take me a mile. There's no way my big ass is going to make it there before the ship sails. The guy's like, dude, I'll take you. I was like, here's 20 bucks. So it takes me to the front. I get on the boat just before they depart, right? So that's the first issue. We go to Key West. Key West is essentially Myrtle Beach, just random chickens yeah. just walking around the place. Interesting. So we were there for a handful of hours. Um, they pull. We go back out uh, to sea, and we're supposed to go to Cosmo, Mexico. And that's where we were going to have the most time to shop, pick up souvenirs, go snorkeling, all that other shit. No. No. Uh, swine flu breaks out, close the port of Mexico. <sighs> Extra fun day at sea. <laughs> Boom. So um, we got liquored up like crazy because they started running crazy drink specials and stuff. And um, then we went to Belize. Belize is gorgeous. It's unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable. If you've I've never been to, dude, if you've <laughs> never been to Belize, you got to go. It's amazing. So we had hooked up with this couple uh, from North Carolina um, the like day swinging? before. No. Oh, no. okay. Hard oh, just check no, it. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did hang out with some lesbians in a jacuzzi. Nice. But they weren't like internet lesbians. Uh, they were like real life lesbians. Oh, oh. So you're like, it's disappointing. Okay. It's okay. Um, yeah. Real so, life sucks. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so they tell us in Belize that like the main cause of death is pedestrians being hit by cars. Oh, right? Shit. People don't know how to drive. They're in first gear going 80 miles an hour. There's no um, cycled red lights. Everything's mm. roundabouts. Yeah. So they got us in a bus and we're going to do a two mile jungle trek. And then we're going to do a Lazy River underground cave tour. Whoa. Which was amazing. Yeah. It, it's awesome. cool. So we're heading out there. Bus breaks down. Nice. And you got 50 Americans standing on the side of the road. Nice. Everybody gets, hit by, everybody gets hit by cars. So they take us, wrangle us up, put us in this little bar called Cheers, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. You have a Cheers in Belize. Yeah. And we're hanging there waiting for the next 1963 mini bus to come pick us up and take <laughs> us to the fucking jungle. <laughs> so <laughs> we get on that bus. We're already like an hour behind schedule. And the only reason the ship did not leave back for America without us is because we booked through the cruise line. Like that's where we booked the excursion. Yeah. So we get to the jungle. We start walking through the jungle. Everybody's got their stupid ass helmets and their... 15-year-old life jackets that smell like old football pads and shit and carrying yeah. a raft. <laughs> and like I said, the jungle was great. No bugs, no humidity, nothing. It was great. Get to the end of the jungle, open up to a lazy river. Now, they preface this whole excursion with if you're massively overweight, if you've recently had neck, knee, back surgery, um, you know, elderly, probably not the excursion for you. 
So I don't, I don't like feet. I'm not a foot guy. Yeah. So when we get to the edge of the mouth of the river, they're like, all right, we're going to load you guys up two by two. So the people in front, you get side by side. The people behind you will hook their feet underneath your armpits in the raft and we'll go down that way. I told Carrie, so we're in the back. Somebody else has got my foot in their nose, not the other way around. <laughs> right. So we're in the very back going down the river. The guy in front of me is like 70 years old. Halfway through this little river tour we're doing, his wife goes, excuse me, sir, and like gently taps my calf. I was like, yes, ma'am. She was like, um, my husband just had neck surgery like six nice. weeks ago. And the way he's having to sit up, it's hurting his neck. Do you mind if he just leans his head against your leg? And so I like look over at my wife. I'm like, we're on our honeymoon. Like, I got to try <laughs> not to be a dick for, I don't know, maybe a day. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... Yeah, that's fine. Not a problem. So I'm assuming he's going to lean <laughs> oh his head God. on my leg. Oh, he nuzzles no. in like a quarter of an inch from ball sack and like, oh. like needing a pillow on the inside of my upper thigh, like getting <laughs> fucking comfortable. Right. Oh, and dude. I look over at my wife and she's fucking mortified. And I'm like, what do I do? He fluffed his balls. And so, oh, yeah. so, his head on. Yeah, yeah. And so she's like, just, just pay attention. Just pay attention to me. Look at the pretty colors. Look up. You know, like I'm like, all right. So we get to the point where they're like, all right, you guys can like disperse and get up and walk around because the river's low at that point. He said, don't go to the bank by the riverbed and assume it's going to be shallow. The river floor moves so much, right? Jeez. So what does fucking ball hugger do? Takes off his life jacket, goes right over to the riverbank to re-get in his damn raft under the water. Life jacket oh, goes shooting shit. off this way. He doesn't resurface until like 15 yards up the damn river. <laughs> Just gone, right? So me, um, the guy from North Carolina, he was a special crimes detective. At least you know he's not going to lay on your head. You're like, oh, no. Right? That's yeah. so oh, sad. Damn. I guess we got to go. Sucks. Yeah. He, um, <laughs> so we go tearing ass after him down the river. We finally get him, get his ref, get his life jacket. The guide's looking at him like he could just slap the fucking taste out of his mouth, right? Yeah. For just being such a dumbass. This guy goes, oh, my God, my college ring. I can't find my college ring. He goes, well, dude, that's gone. Yeah. Like, it's gone. He goes, no, we have to go find it. He says, no, it's gone. <laughs> Yeah. Come to terms with that. We're moving on. So at this point, we're like two and a half hours behind schedule and oh, we're still supposed geez. to eat. So they haul us ass back to this little bar. Everybody's eating like the Belizean jerk chicken and shit. Oh, yes, yeah, delicious, delicious. Everybody's choking it down. We get back on the bus, hauling ass back to the port. Well, we're no longer taking the scenic route through Belize. We're just getting to the fucking port. You're taking Belize, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. Like there's there's stray dogs on rooftops where we're going. Jesus. Like oh just walking God. around. Right. And so I look at Carrie and I'm like, if this one breaks down, we're done. Like yeah. we're not making it to the fucking port. Like yeah. there's no staying on the side of the road, someone's coming for us. So um people are like hanging by nooses. And oh shit. Yeah, dude, yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so we get stopped. And there's like 10 cars in front of the, the bus. Yeah. And there's constables outside making people get out of their cars and they're searching vehicles. Oh, no. So the, the guy who's the North Carolina detective, he's sitting on the driver's side of the bus. He goes, dude, come here. Come here. You got to see this. I lean over. In the, in the middle of the road, there's like a work boot about 15 yards up the road, another work boot. And what appears to be about a five-gallon bucket of blood splashed between the two. Oh, my God. Oh, holy shit. Someone had waxed a pedestrian, hit him so hard they knocked him out of his fucking work boots. 
Oh my God. They didn't find the body. And because of oh. how far the boots were from each other, they assume it's like a bus dragging his ass to the town of Belize. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So, so they, they board the bus. They talk to everybody. They search underneath the bus, realize we're not dragging a dead body. Oh, they're like, oh, you're good. Yeah. Let us get back to the port. And in Belize, they park or they, they, they dock like a mile off of the shore because it's got yeah. one of the world's largest living reefs. Okay. They cut her you out and 60 miles an hour just beating you to death trying to get you back to the boat. Four hours they held that boat for 50 people. Holy yeah. shit. So, and, and that was the end of their investigation. Yeah, that was the end of their investigation. <laughs> like, well, he's gone. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're like, well, he's sorry. not under this bus, so okay. oh, fuck We're kind of just, yeah. sorry about <laughs> your luck, guy. Yeah. But oh, other than that, Belize is gorgeous. Yeah. You should definitely go. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I got one more, uh, well, two more news stories. Okay. Um, one of the rarest game consoles ever has sold for a record-breaking price at an auction. So I didn't realize this. This is by Eddie McCook. I don't know. Um, I didn't realize Nintendo and Sony actually made a console together. Really? Huh? Um, it was the Nintendo PlayStation. Uh, I guess this was before they had a, a, a split with each other. Must have been a very short run. But they sold a Nintendo PlayStation console uh, at an auction for $300,000. So, they uh, it's the change, highest dude. price ever paid for a single gaming item. And uh, they didn't reveal the identity of who bought it, but I guess it was um, it was unveiled. A virgin the- in his mom's basement. That's who <laughs> yeah. bought the fucking console. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was unveiled at a consumer electronics show in 1991, but uh, Nintendo backed out of the arrangement, and uh, they announced they'd be entering into a partnership with Philips um, where they produced the Philips CDI. I don't even know what that is. So there were 200 existing prototypes for the Nintendo PlayStation and uh, they were supposed to be destroyed. But uh, I guess this one survived and so it got auctioned off. $300,000. I didn't, I never, I never heard that story. I didn't realize that they were partners at one point. It's a, there's a picture of it right there. It sort of looks like a PlayStation, sort of looks like a Nintendo. Yeah. So it kind of looks like both. Wow. You got to put that up on our social media. Yeah. So they know, everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah. That's cool, dude. uh, Finally, uh, in Belgium, they are uh, experimenting with making butter out of insects. Huh? Yep. What are they using? (laughs) Like like, cricket flour? This is fucking an article by Jacob Reha. Um, it's called waiter. There's a fly in my waffle. So in it's Belgium, terrible. so silly, it's terrible. <laughs> they, they've decided that Belgian waffles might become more environmentally friendly. Uh, there's scientists at Ghent university and they're, uh, experimenting with larva fat to replace butter in, um, baked goods, basically in waffles, cakes, and cookies. So they say that um, the grease is more sustainable than in dairy. So they soak fly larvae in a bowl of water and they put it in a blender and they create this grayish substance. Sounds and delicious. They use a kitchen yeah, centrifuge to separate out. I can't butter. believe it's not butter. Yeah. <laughs> so I it's guess they larva say, ass. 
It's more sustainable because they use less land and they're more efficient at converting feed. And they use less water to produce butter. Would you try it? Uh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> that's a that's tough. I actually ate a cricket once. Did you? Yeah. Like just by itself? You didn't get coronavirus? No, like if you're <laughs> no I didn't. <laughs> no. Uh, they actually have um, these stupid <clears throat> things that they sell. Somebody that we work with uh, had one. Oh, Jesus. And, um, it's like a package... And it's got crickets like seasoned Mm-mm. dead crickets. They're like freeze dried, I guess. I don't know, mm. but they're um, it was sour cream and onion crickets. No, have we worked with this individual? Like, oh yeah, together. Oh, yeah. Yes, he had some sour cream and onion crickets, Ew. and I tried one, yeah. and it's like the legs. Oh it's my like, god! To me, the worst part. Oh yeah, eating, like because you could feel them like poking the sides of your uh, mouth and everything. Poking it's your not tongue the and shit. Guts that squish out when you chew into it. Well, I think it's because they're they're like they're dried out. So everything's just crunchy. Well, yeah, it's all crunchy. Yeah, uh, dude. But it was pretty gross. It is gr- but gross. I, I don't know. They said that if you do more than a at a fifty fifty ratio, basically, um, you can't it's not taste very the larva ass. Yeah. So you don't want to do budges. that. Yikes. Yeah, when it gets like I'd pretty much eat anything you put in or on a cookie, but yeah. that. So they replaced the milk butter with larva fat, and they said it gets to an unusual taste when it gets to fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, and said they would yeah, not want to buy the cake. It's budges, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah, dude. Oh yeah. my god, of course. Yeah, it's gnat butter or whatever. <laughs> that, that reminds me, uh, you guys watch Big Bang Theory? I have. Yeah. There's a scene where apparently Sheldon's sneaking insects into Leonard's food. And he's like, dude, why would you do that? He's like, because I wanted to find out at what percentage waffles started to taste mothy. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's funny. That's the same fucking thing. Yeah, that's it is. terrible, man. It is disgusting. Jesus. Well, I well, think that's the news. Yeah, that's the news, dude. All right. I think we mentioned this last uh last episode. Okay. That we're gonna start making this like a segment. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a good intro for this. Okay. But this is gonna be another segment of watch this. Watch this. Yeah. I don't know if I recall. So uh, it was going to be like a segment that I think we're going to start doing of uh, like documentaries and stuff that we watch. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I watched this documentary on Netflix called Last Breath. And it was really interesting. And it was pretty wild. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot of stuff about it. But uh, it was this, this guy that um, he was a saturation diver, which... I don't know if you know anything about saturation diving. No. But Mm-mm. apparently they'll use like a main ship as like the vessel that everybody's, the whole crew is kind of on this ship. Yeah. But they'll have dive teams go down and for whatever task they have. In this documentary, it was basically like they're working on this manifold thing. I don't know what it was from. But I don't want to give away the documentary, but what they do with saturation divers apparently is they put them, they have these, they're like the size of a camper, like a really cramped camper. Okay. And they put them in these tank things and they live together for like two weeks before they actually go on the saturation dive. But in the tank, this is on the ship. Yeah. 
they're in this tank in this room and they live in this little tank thing and they they pump what's called helox into this tank which is a, a mixture of helium and oxygen yeah and they saturate their blood basically i guess with um living in it for however long and they're at like 10 times the atmospheric pressure because they're diving deep and they basically just saturate their bodies and then they send them on this dive and they go down this diving bell um and to me it looks like the diving bell is somehow like it traps like an air pocket kind of like you know like that scene in pirates of the caribbean where they're like oh under, under the, the water under the but boat. they're holding yeah, yeah, the boat. Yeah. i was gonna talk about yeah. the thing like yeah. water world like the or that yeah yeah so yeah they go down this diving bell and then these guys go out and they do whatever work they have to do yeah under the on the seafloor and they have this one guy that stays in the diving bell and i guess he's kind of like in charge of what they're doing Right. And relaying information back up to the the ship. But it was a really interesting documentary. And it yeah. was like, basically some shit goes like way wrong. And uh, it was pretty wild. And, but it's called Last Breath. And it was on Netflix. It's on and Netflix. I, yeah. I, I thought it was it really cool. It was, it yeah. was very interesting. Yeah. Um, but I watched it. I would definitely recommend it for anybody looking for a cool, interesting documentary. Yeah. It's not long. It's like, I don't know. I think it was maybe an hour. That's it. It's not, yeah, it's not a, like a long mm-hmm. documentary, but the that, uh, yeah. the the craziness that happens after these guys go down and dive, you're like, wow, this is wild. Yeah. So, Last I would definitely recommend it. Are we going to do another beer review? We can. All right, let's do. Let's, uh, let's let's do, do another beer more. review. Let's open Let's them say up. we don't have to review them. We can just drink them. No, I think we should review them before drinking. Re- them. Review them and then uh, maybe move nice. on to our top five. Yeah. This is a good. This is a good label today. Yeah. Today too. Oh wow! It's a pastry dream. It's a coffee stout brewed with coffee, hazelnut, and milk sugar. Ooh. It's an eight point five percent. It's a limited release from uh, Captain Brewing, uh, the Lawrence Company. So interesting. Wow. It's, it looks pretty cool. I like it. It looks like a. Um, See, stouts and porters are more like my pace. Yeah. Which is why I bought the last beer based off of the label. Yeah. And then drank yeah. one and was like, okay, I kind of like this. Yeah, it looks like cool Dunkin' Donuts label. like logo almost. It does, yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 Pastry dreams. All right. Cheers. All right. Cheers, cheers fellas. Let's give it a shot. Let's see. I'm over here. There you go. I'm a little foamy. Wow. Yeah, I'll let my foam I go I can dig that. Nice. Who wants to start with our review? I'll start. Yeah, I started okay, last right. time. So all right, pastry drink. This is, I would definitely say for flavor, I'm going to give it a eight for okay. what the beer is. Yeah. Um, with it being a coffee style, I definitely yeah. taste the coffee and I can taste the milk sugar in it. Really good flavor. I like coffee stouts anyway. I actually haven't had one in a long time. It's got a lot of body to it. It um, does, yeah. I would give this a two. I'm definitely. I would definitely keep this in my fridge. For drinkability, I would probably give it more like a four. Yeah, four and a half, four point five, because it's. Um, I'm trying to do decimals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it's. Uh, 
it, it is a, a stout, so stouts oh, are yeah. a little. You can't really chug a bunch of stouts. No. Like, I guess you could, but it makes it a little hard. And overall, I would give this beer an eight point five. Wow, I really like it. Okay, wow, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. You go ahead. You want me to go? Yeah, you go. Right. Um, I'm kind of with Brian. Uh, you can taste everything that they list on the label. Yeah. Uh, you really can. And it doesn't have a super sweet flavor. It's got more of a coffee flavor um, to go with the stout, like less of a milk stout. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really dig the flavor. And I'm I'm kind of with you. I'm going to give it a hard eight. Like, Dang, look at that. Easy eight. Um, would I keep it in my fridge? Uh, you're goddamn right I'm going to keep it in my fridge because <laughs> uh, it's awesome. And... Um, as far as drinkability goes, I, I'm a stout guy. I like the yeah. flavors of stouts. Um, I can drink more stouts than I can IPAs or, oh, yeah. you know, uh, regular Pilsners and, you know, right, what have right. you. Um, so Brian says you can't chug a lot of stouts. You can. Just this is what happens when you do. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put this one with, shit, man, I'm going to go eight. I'm going to go an eight to eight on oh. it. And overall rating, I'm going to probably say like 8.5. Nice. Like, I really... Yeah, that's a good one. Really Very like cool. this beer. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Who makes this? Captain Lawrence Brewing Company? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they're they're apparently so exclusive, they don't even tell you where they brew out of. Wow, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Elmsford, New York. I should yeah. have just probably read. And I could have saw that. So, so I think I'm going to go a 7. Okay. It's very good. I like it. Um, for flavor? Yeah. yeah. Seven for flavor. Um, I like coffee, but I probably won't keep this in my fridge just because I keep very specific. You like light beers. Fr- yeah. You know, like very light. Yeah. Like kind of. Right. Flavors. And this has got a lot to it. You yeah. know what I mean? But I wouldn't <clears throat> take this if you offered it to me at a party. Drinkability is like a three. I mean, it's it's heavy, dude. Yeah, it's a heavy beer. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can keep three. this in your fridge for when I come to visit. <coughs> All right, I'll do that. There yeah, you go. Do that. There you so go. yes, you All would right. keep it in. Your so fridge. I guess it's a two. Brian's <laughs> giving me a two. <laughs> um, overall, I'm going a six. Nice, straight six. No decimals for it. I'm going six. Okay, because it's it is a good beer. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's. I don't think it's for me. You know what I mean? Okay, but yeah, that's what, that's my score. It makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. Yeah. Pastry Dreams. Yeah, man. Coffee stuff. It's like a donut. Yeah. Uh, for the label. I could drink this yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Chris and, and I before had a, work. I Chris, have. I, Chris, <laughs> I remember one time we played in a band and Chris and I. Uh, oh, my God. Are you talking about Lake Toxaway? Yeah. We went Jesus to Lake Toxaway in North Carolina for this music festival. It was basically like a. Low rent Woodstock. It's a okay, three day right. hippie fest yeah. where all the hairy armpitted chicks are like bathing in the spring behind the stage. But it's in the mountains. It was uh, actually okay. pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, when you look back on it now, I, yeah. I don't know if at the time it was as awesome as it is when I remember it. Right. But we had a good time. It smelled like patchouli and ass. Yeah. Uh, okay. But it was gorgeous, like landscape. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, Good atmosphere. Uh, yes. We made the dumbass mistake of like, we didn't bring water. We didn't Ooh. bring it. Well, we brought plenty <laughs> so of beer. So here's the thing. When they said it's like a two-day festival outdoors, we assumed when they invited the bands, the bands had a special area. Yeah, that they were going to provide to set up to provide. Things. No, like you still slept in a fucking tent, but it was just behind a rope. Oh. That was it. 
So I assume there was like a fucking holiday Craft inn or yeah. a goddamn <laughs> cabin or I don't know, something other than a porta potty somewhere. Not the case. No. Wow. So yeah, we just packed a giant 48 quart cooler for, what was it, Miller High Life? Yeah. <laughs> the champagne <laughs> of beers. And dude. that's what you had to live on all weekend. Dude, we woke up at what, 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning and immediately cracked a beer because we were thirsty and we had no that's water. Had. Wow. We, we drank beer. We found a bag of weed on the ground and traded it for a hot dog. Yes, we traded <laughs> for hot dogs and uh, I think some bottled water. Yeah, Very we got a couple nice. bottles yeah, of water. Yeah, at least you get some H2O. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two hot dogs and two bottles of water for you like a dirty-ass bag of weed. Chicks wow. in like the the uh, like the like paisley skirts. Oh, yeah. And those just hippie chicks. They would just pop a squat wherever and take a piss. Oh, it's pretty yeah. wild. Yeah. It sounds pretty musical fest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Festival yeah. Definitely style. Was. Yeah. We saw some cool bands there and it was yeah. fun. Yeah, and we played cool. and it was fun, but... Yeah. Um, the the bad thing was they had us like in the middle of the afternoon, so we didn't have like a lot of people watching us. We had a okay amount, I guess, yeah. but it wasn't like the nighttime bands. Right, the bands at night were you know like it, it was Killing packed, it. like everybody yeah. was in there. Yeah, watching everybody it. was trying to like work off the LSD and all that other kind of right. good shit at like three in the afternoon. Yeah, but they had so. two stages. They had one like in the main area, and then they had one like way down through the woods. Really, this little tiny stage. And you'd see like, but it was cool because like, I don't know. I had a great time just because it was like, it was just the guys from the band hanging out in yeah. the mountains, like That's just cool. drinking and yeah. we didn't have anywhere to be. We didn't have anything to do. That's and cool. The ride back was brutal. Oh yeah. Because oh, you've sure, been out there for dude. two days, you're sunburned, Fuck. you're fucking dehydrated yeah. and you got like a six hour ride. Hungry. I, oh my God. Yeah. The ride home uh, was terrible. I remember, I don't know if they still do that. Um, what was it called? Rocks Away at Toxaway? Yeah, Rocks Away at Lake Toxaway. And you had yeah. to drive through, which I had no idea they existed until we went back to record. Like yeah, we met this later. guy there. Yeah. Which, that was cool. How we survived that. We met some dude at an outdoor concert in fucking North Carolina outside of Bat Cave, North Carolina. Nice. Who was like, I got a recording studio. Y'all should come back, stay at my house and record here. And we were like, that's okay, a great cool. fucking idea. Awesome. This guy, guy is not a murderer right. or anything. And we did. And he nice. lived literally in the mountains. And it was everything he said it was. He was a super cool guy. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. We spent the weekend at his house. Really? Um, yeah. Him and his wife. She was super cool too. When was but this? But his whole, this was oh, what, yeah. 10 years ago Easy now? 10, 12 years yeah. ago. Yeah. But his wife was, um, she was also like, she was super cool and like she made us breakfast and all kinds of really? stuff. Really? Yeah. But they had this house that was like um elevated. Yeah. So um it wasn't a basement, but the first story of the house was really not part of the house. So they uh their whole living area was in the second and third floor, I guess you'd call it. But down in the the first floor area was nothing but a recording studio. And it was probably, I don't know, the size of this room and the kitchen yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, nice. it was pretty big. Yeah. And he had, like, it was professional. Like, he had, yeah. everything was acoustically treated. He had, like, wow. straight-up booths for vocals. That's he had, cool. He had a whole area behind plate glass or whatever, that, like, where he, he did his mixing and recording, like, yeah. his whole yeah. console but it was wild. It worked out for us. 
Yeah. But what we did is literally what I tell my children, you're telling your son and you're going to tell your kid yeah. not to ever do. Yeah. Like ever. Oh, yeah, don't yeah, go yeah, yeah, stay yeah. at a stranger's like, house. Not only did we talk to strangers, we went and stayed at a stranger's house right. out of state. Right. Where we in knew a weird area. No one. Yeah. Which is how almost like, every movie, how a horror movie starts. For right. sure. <laughs> like for we sure. were pulling up and I'm yeah. like, where the fuck? Because we we're in Brevard County. We we're pulling yeah. down like this like lane and a half kind of paved <laughs> trailing road through the mountains. And I was like, Jesus Christ. This and is then, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. And then we drove straight up the fucking mountain yeah. to get to this cat's house. And I was like, yeah, we're getting raped. And or murdered, and we don't know what order that's going to happen. We're getting right. raped and murdered. Right. And we don't know what's going to happen or first. Or murdered and raped. Right. <laughs> I like, don't know. And I don't think he cares about the order, but <laughs> it ended up working out, I Which guess. also, cool. ironically, is the place that Chris got the when we were doing the mic check, and he said Purple Trees. That's where it came from. Oh, really? Yes, that is okay. where I got that, yeah. Yeah. Purple from Trees. From that trip, we did yeah. mic checks while we were recording that weekend, and that guy kept saying Purple Trees, because apparently... um all the sibilant sounds that come out, like the T's and the S's that are hard, like in a microphone. Yeah. Apparently that phrase uses all of them. The P, really? T, the S, all of them. Purple trees. The E's. So, yeah. Do you guys want to play Super Fight or do a top five first? We'll do a Super Fight to do our top five. Okay. All right. But I got to go pee before right. while you're setting that up. Oh. Yep. So we're going to play Super Fight. Steve's got to go take a wee-wee because his... He's got a bladder smaller than your wife's. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> your wife does have the smallest bladder She listens bladder to I've the podcast, by seen. the way. No, I, I know. It's ridiculous. I love her to death. Oh, dude. I've loved her for years, but she, she does have to pee all the time. When she was pregnant both times, she essentially lived in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, this is even when she wasn't pregnant. We went on a road trip, and we stopped right. at like a gas station, uh-huh. and I was pumping gas. She ran in to go take a piss. Came back out and I was like, "You good? Because I'm gonna go inside and get some drinks and stuff." She's like, oh, "I could probably pee again." <laughs> and went inside, I was like, "Are you holding someone in reserve? What the hell? Why? Why, why would you just not pee? <laughs> you know, no just shit. Go to the bathroom. That's but funny. That's, I'm trying to remember how this game works exactly. You got the okay. So you got the white cards and the black cards. You draw two whites and a black. Is that? Yeah. I two thought whites. you pull one who's ever your character and two of whatever your attributes are and you have to choose the best of the two of your attribute and then the dealer picks an attribute to supplement. Maybe that's what it is. You know what's funny is... What the jo- fuck do I know? It's not my game. <laughs> Josh is in here. He's going to be listening back yelling at his at this broadcast trying to... Fi- like, no, it's two white cards. You son of a bitch. You guys are idiots. <laughs> It's your game. Where are no, the instructions? I, I was looking. Uh, let's see. Where are the instructions? Right fucking oh, here. It's three white cards and three black cards. <clears throat> okay, there we go. You choose one white. You choose one black to okay. create a fighter. And then, and then the, the judge thing. gives you a and black card. And then you card. reveal them. And then each player draws a random black card. Okay. That's it. Okay. So oh, that's, that's draw three, easy. draw three. All right. I'll let you guys go first. All right. And then you can argue. Wait, against each other? Three white, three black. I just met Steve. I can't argue with the guy. Sure, I'm just going to let him fucking win. <laughs> but, but. So three whites, right? You've listened to enough of him. You, f- you yeah, should feel like true. you already know him. That's Steve true. doesn't, probably doesn't. I'm going to beat same, his fucking ass. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Wait, three white cards, right? Yep. And then three black cards. But you pick one and one, I guess. Okay, okay. these are great, oh, but. On. 
So you basically get to pick one of each. And then y'all are both going to draw a random ap- attribute after okay. All right. All right. I have a child beauty pageant queen. Shit, yeah. Who has acid blood. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chris, what do you have? I have Heisenberg who throws bears. Oh, oh shit. shit. This is actually, this is a good fight. I'm the one Believe it knows. or not, this is a good one. Yeah. Because your bear is going to cut me up. Right. But I have acid blood. Well, we haven't started yet. Save it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. He goes first. All He's right. a guest. Do we pick another one? I think you, you pick one more attribute for each one. Another black card? Yep. Okay. Okay. So what were you again? I am a child beauty pageant queen with acid blood. And my attribute is swinging a shark on a chain. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. It's intense. Okay, my second attribute is not an attribute. Totally fucked me. What is it? Um, Heisenberg that throws bears that are elderly. Oh, God. Oh, elderly bears? Yeah. <laughs> bears are still bears, though. <laughs> I guess. So he's got, like, the country bear jamboree at Disney World. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> country bear jamboree. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay, what's your attribute? Elderly bears. Elderly bears. By They're elderly. That's the attribute. Yeah. Okay. All right. Make your argument first. Your All right. Guest. So Heisenberg's a chemist. Okay. And he makes the best crystal meth on the planet. Okay. Crystal blue. All right. Okay. So not only is he a chemist, so if you get anywhere near, he's already going to have a vat, which he did, where he would melt bodies. Okay. Just in a big ass barrel of acid, yeah. <clears throat> but we don't have to get anywhere close to your stupid ass acid blood and get any on us, because okay. I'm throwing fucking bears, which I'm going to pump with crystal meth from a far off distance. So now you have a meth head bear, which you cannot stop a meth head, even with a shark on a fucking chain, because these guys pick up like refrigerators, throw them over their shoulder, and ride a bike <laughs> yeah. down the road. A methed up fucking grizzly bear, who even though he's elderly, you're probably going to hit me on that with no fucking teeth. The claws, Mm. the goddamn claws. So he's taking your fucking tiara. He's sticking it up your ass. Stitches and missing (laughs) eyeballs all day long. Fuck your shark. Okay. So my child beauty pageant queen with acid blood is going to be cut up by the methed out Elderly bears. From a distance, I'm throwing them. You're throwing them. Yeah. But I'm bleeding all over the elderly bears, and they just start disintegrating. So then I'm swinging the shark on a chain, and it's just chomping away. And I come up to your fucking chemist and bite his fucking head off. The end. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) But how much blood can you lose? The tough one. After like two bears and still be swinging that fucking shark on a chain and making leeway. That's that's my. She is a thirteen year old child, so she's a persistent little bitch. Yes, yeah, <laughs> thirteen years old. Oh shit! This is a tough call. Who do you got? Oh, I think I got a rule in favor of Chris on this one. Fuck. He's got Heisenberg and bears. <laughs> All right, dude. even though they're old as like fuck. you have acid blood <laughs> and a shark, but it is a child. Oh, yeah. 13 year old bitches are crazy, though. Yeah. She's fucking crazy. Chris, though. you won. Do you judge? Or do, oh, you're out. You have to judge. I have to judge. Okay. And it's me and you. Yeah. All right. So three and three. Are you and me? Yep. And then we pick 
All right, let's see. I'm drawing three here. Goes first on the top five. Three here. Oh, shit. Ooh, those are going to be two tough These ones. These aren't great attributes for me. <laughs> All right, I know what I got. Okay. All right, what do you got, Brian? Who goes first? I've got the dude. Don't we have to pick another <laughs> attribute? Oh, yeah. But we do it after we lay these down. Okay. You got, so the, got dude. the dude. Okay. And I can steal one attribute from my opponent. Discard this card after use. God damn it. Okay. I'm a wizard armed with a live T-Rex head on a stick. Oh, shit. <laughs> that sounds intense. So we draw one more attribute. Yeah. yeah one more I attribute. I feel I'm losing out. this fucking one. We actually had this attribute before, which is weird because there's a lot of cards here. Yeah. Bottom half is blank. Play another character card from the hand. Okay. Ooh. Oh, wow. You so might you be going 2v1 two, here. You're a wizard, but also... A rhinoceros. A rhinoceros wizard. Oh, yeah. my God. With a T-Rex at the head of a stick. Well, I'm stealing the T-Rex at the head of a stick. <laughs> I okay. knew that shit was coming, yeah. All right. And he can also <clears throat> stretch like rubber. Jesus Christ. So the dude can stretch like rubber. And he's armed with a T-Rex head on a stick. Alive. Alive. <sighs> Shit. All right, make your arguments. You go first. Right. Cause- so I've got the dude who's normally a pacifist, but this is super fight. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Beyond pacifism? It, yeah, he might dabble in pacifism, but yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is super fight. So he has... He stretches like rubber, which means he can just like, no matter where Chris's wizard is standing, he can sling that arm out there with a T-Rex head on the end of it. He's going to bite the fuck out of this wizard. Yeah. This this wizard's not okay. going to stand a chance. He's got a rhinoceros. Okay. He's got yeah. a horn, but he's got to get close. Yeah. So uh, he's going to sling his arm out there with a T-Rex head on the end and he's going to bite whatever. And it's a T-Rex. So mm-hmm. he's gonna, probably going to swallow it whole. Yeah. So, True. Got? Okay. What you so, got? you ever heard of Gandalf the Gray or Gandalf the White? Uh, yeah. yeah he's a little thing we like to call a fucking wizard. Harry yeah. Potter. <sighs> it's Lord of the Rings. It's just as fucking cheesy, though. Yeah. yeah. I was um, going to say, or you could choose Harry Potter. Yeah. Though. Or, yeah. Well, I don't Both know. Both very powerful wizards. I don't know any of the Harry Potter characters. Oh, so. okay. Gandalf works. Yeah. Um, so, thou shalt not pass, motherfucker. Your stupid-ass stretchy arm, your stupid-ass T-Rex stops at the fucking wand, right? Now, wizards are multitaskers, right? Okay. Because you can do a thou shalt not pass, and then we'll pull in some Harry Potter, a little fucking Patronus over here. (laughs) That's why God gave you two hands, plus a rhinoceros horn, right, growing off the front. So the T-Rex is a thou shalt not pass, and I'm fucking bunking your rubber stretch with like the freezer version of Stretch Armstrong when they just break and charging with a rhinoceros horn right to the fucking (sighs) midsection, dude. Game over. Shit. That's a good argument. It is a good argument. I think we'll go with with Chris. Go with Chris. Yeah. Damn. That's intense, dude. So he won both. Yeah, so he goes first with the top five, dude. All right. Yeah. We fight for the top five. Well, Chris is the winner. Yay. So you guys are just being nice because I'm the special guest, and I appreciate that. No, boy, you did that have was, good. Arguments. That was a good argument. Oh, okay, <laughs> freezing them stretchy arms, dude. <laughs> he did say he's been studying our show. Yeah, so yeah that's true. Yeah. All right, well, I think See, it's time for a top five. Top five. Top five. What is the top five? 
All right. So, Chris, you brought this to us. I think you were. Just, yeah, but you never really confirmed it. Like, yeah, that's a great idea. No, no, no. Like, yeah, he texted it. me and I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. I got mine. Yeah. Okay. This came from Chris. Confirm it with you, even though it was your idea. <laughs> yeah. Good job, so, host. <laughs> Chris's idea for our show was to do a top five iconic movie songs. Now, this is not necessarily that the movie is known for the song or the right. song is known to be part of the movie. Right. But. It's one of those songs that when you hear it, you can't help but think of the movie. You correct. instantly go to that scene. It's iconic, but it's used in like many things. Yes. Right. Okay. So and I have totally a feeling since taken. Chris and I have known each other so long, we might have a couple of the same I'm totally, ones. Totally, yeah. We're totally going to have but a I couple in there. I can guarantee so, it. So yeah. uh, Chris gets to go first. So if he comes up with one, I'm going to have to come up with something different. But Can okay. I save my honorable mention for last in case it's on somebody's list? I don't want to steal it. Yeah, that's what okay. I do. Yeah. All right. So what we normally have started doing is... Five to one. Bottom up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So starting at number five for me is Freebird by Leonard Skinner. Okay. Okay. The end of Devil's Rejects. When they're driving down the mountainside mm -hmm. on the stretch of road and yeah. get shot to shit by the cops. Freebird's been around since like the early 70s. Right. But ever since I saw that movie, I hear Freebird, especially He's going into the scene. outro. Boom. I'm there. Nice. Um Black Betty by Ram Jam. <laughs> Right? Ah, dude. The scene in Blow where uh, Johnny Depp really started smuggling yeah. a lot of drugs. Right. He's in that pimp-ass white leisure suit just fucking strutting through the damn airport. Okay. Um, that's my number four. The end of Layla, Eric Clapton's Layla. The right. piano outro. Yeah. Goodfellas. When they're okay. killing everybody and they're finding them hanging in the meat lockers oh, and everything like it's that. It's like slow motion and yeah. stuff. Yeah. These two were a toss-up between one and two. Okay. But I know what one of yours is. It's got to be in there. Uh, you probably know the next two. Okay. This one at number two, which was a fucking almost tie for number one. Q Lazarus, Goodbye Horses, the dick tuck scene from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> I didn't even think of that one. But that's, yeah, <laughs> Holy that's shit. Yes. Like, okay. it's actually not a bad song. If you can yeah. listen to the song, it's actually a pretty With, cool song. Without right. picturing that scene? Cr impossible. It's, yeah. Impossible. Uh, matter of fact, I think that's the only reason the song even, like, became popular. Right. And then number one, which... It's probably on your list is Steelers Wheel Stuck in the Middle with You. Reservoir okay. Dogs. <laughs> I did have that on my list. Yeah. Oh, wow. Where, I didn't, you actually didn't dogs. have any on my list. Yeah. Where okay, Mr. Blonde's good. slicing up the cop. Like you yep. just cannot. I've got it right here. <laughs> I knew we were going to have one of at least the same ones. Yeah. yeah. But okay. it, it depends on what number it lands on yours, though. Yeah. That was number one for me. Okay. Might All right. Be number one for you. You're right. You, right. you guys are probably going to pop off a couple. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. I should have thought of that. I'm definitely going to have some. You're going to be like, wow, I did. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. What you got there, Steve? You want me to go next? Yeah, go ahead, man. All right. So I have, uh, so from five, I have Jaws, just the, <laughs> yep. That's what I have. I okay. think that's pretty iconic. Everyone knows it. Yeah. You know? Everyone knows what that is and what it's from. Right. I do have Lose Yourself from 8 Mile. Everyone, nice. know, everyone knows that Eminem song. That almost right? made mine. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. It's, it's very iconic. Right. Like, that was one of my very first songs I ever listened to by Eminem. Okay. So then, and then I, these kind of go 
together because they are from the same movie or franchise. But um, I'm going the Star Wars theme. Yeah. That's iconic. And then so with that, the Darth Vader theme. Oh, yeah. That's very okay. iconic. And then um, Josh kind of giving him a little shout out with this because it's his favorite, but Jurassic Park. Yeah. The, yeah. the main theme the of theme? Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's my top five. All right. Well, I'm going to get rid of my Steelers wheel one that I had, and I'm <laughs> going to use um, shit now. I'm, oh, okay. I'm going to use All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I can't. Every Vietnam movie ever. Well, I always yeah. think I always think of that Forrest scene Gump. in Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, yes, where they land, they're landing the helicopters, and they meet Lieutenant Dan and everything. Yeah. Every time I hear that song, I always think of that scene in my head. Yeah, all related. So that'd be my number five. Um, number four, also a war movie. These boots were made for walking. I always think of Full Metal Jacket when they yeah. meet the, yeah. the hooker just outside of boot yeah. camp. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's the very yep. first scene after boot camp. <laughs> yep. $15 sucky sucky. Yeah. Um the other one would be um I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. <laughs> yeah. From the Big Lebowski. Which they've been using in commercials now and I always think of the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that's not the No, one. it's the other one. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of the song and I couldn't remember what it was. Shit, yeah. But yes, it's yeah. Um uh you've lost that love and feeling from Top Gun. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where they're in the bar and he sings to her. Yeah. That's, to me, an iconic scene. Every time I hear that song, I always think of Goose trying to pick up Charlie in the bar. I have one. (laughs) I have one more, but I don't... You you finish yours first. And my my last one would be anytime I hear Sister Christian... Oh my God! Yeah, in. yeah. I always think I want to like firecrackers of that scene in Boogie Nights yeah. with the little Asian dude popping the firecrackers <laughs> yeah. when they go to the drug dealer's house. And it, it, every time, every time I hear it, I get pumped. I don't know why. Every that time I hear that song, I up. actually do. Uh, the guy who played like Doctor Octopus did in Spider Man, the guy with the mustache. Yeah. Did. yeah. Oh, he's gonna fucking do that. Oh, yeah. dude! That Even if scene. I'm driving in traffic, no hands on the steering wheel. Just yeah, there you go. That scene. I think that movie's very underrated. I think there's a lot of parts of that movie that are cheesy and kind of yeah. stupid. Yeah. But when you watch that scene in that movie, you think that those guys are really coked out of their minds. Well, it's oh, the yeah. same with and the, high as shit. It's the same with the end of Training Day when they leave Ethan Hawke in the middle of the house with all those Mexicans. Yeah. Oh, oh, like, yeah. Oh, like I get such fucking anxiety. I almost That's have to like pause the movie. Scene, oh yeah. yeah. Dude. But it's the same thing. But at the end of Boogie Nights, I always feel like I need a fucking shower. Oh yeah. Because it's such a good movie, but it's like the whole movie is just, oh yeah. It's, I'm always like, I need a fucking, but you go back and you watch it and you're like, such a good movie. You know, another like movie that reminds me, and I was going to put it on my list is like an honorable mention is Danger Zone from Top Gun. I almost put that instead of, yeah, uh, but you also like when you watch that movie, you're like, dude, I need a shower now because they're sweating the whole fucking movie it's so yeah. homoerotic yeah and, dude it's super gay but i love it so like if you've ever been in a locker room ever <laughs> if there's yeah. a dude in the corner hanging out in a towel and he goes and he oh, bites yeah. at you I you don't do that in locker no, rooms no oh, dude. that's never happened to me ever in a yeah. locker room ever that's it i love that scene from that Quentin Tarantino, whatever that movie is where Quentin Tarantino explains Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. And he explains how it's just one man's fight with his own homosexuality. 
And Which is like, kind of true. Yeah. yeah. And he, when he explains it, you're like, wow, that actually seems like it could be. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. It could be true. It's like, what is it? Josh, next scene, she's dressed like a boy. Dude, Josh, <laughs> Josh uh, he uh, introduced me to a cover of Danger Zone by this band. And then at the end of it, like while the song, they're like still like, you know, playing the song and they're like, I want to play some volleyball with my t-shirt off. <laughs> it's really funny, dude. Well, you know, the it's song... It's a good cover, though. The song playing in the background while they're playing volleyball playing boys, topless dude. is playing with the boys. Yeah, play. <laughs> playing with the boys. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. Fucking, fucking sliders, like, flexing. Yeah. And he's, like, all greased up and it shit. It is so homoerotic. Oh, yeah. Then he goes dude. to Charlie's house and wants to take a shower. He's like, if you don't like, mind, I'm just gonna take a quick she's shower. He's like, yeah, I do mind. Yeah, like, Why I would do. you just come to my house and take a shower? If you yeah. didn't, first time here. If you didn't want to join the Navy ever... That yeah. movie, if you're a straight man, makes you never want to join the Navy yeah, ever. That's true. Because it's, yeah. But at the same time, it makes you want to join I kinda the Navy. I kind of want to join the Navy. I kind of want to join the Navy, I want to be out at sea with a bunch of other men and be in the locker rooms <laughs> you and know, shit. You know the best commercial that ever made me want to join the armed forces? And it was the Navy. Was it? <clears throat> Accelerate your life. Yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's the black dude that does all the voiceovers and stuff. Yeah, and it was like if anyone wrote a book about your life, would would they want to read it? (laughs) Doom, 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 doom. They're playing Godsmack (laughs) in the background. It's a Navy commercial. Like you're not going to actually do that in the Navy. Like it's yeah, they make it look like it's so awesome. But when you get there, you're like, dude, did you see the commercial? Yeah, that's why I mean, you're on the bus getting ready to go to boot camp. You're like, all right, you little shit stains. Well, for the next two years, you're going to be scraping paint off the side of the fucking destroyer. You're like, dude, I did nothing. None of those things that were in that commercial. Yeah, this is terrible. Then it becomes this. a scene from Forrest Gump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your sole purpose in this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny as fuck, man. All right. Well, I think that's the end of uh, this episode, guys. What do you think? Time yeah. to close it out. Yeah, I had good. fun, dude. Yeah. Chris, I appreciate you coming. I appreciate in for you, Josh. Yeah, man. It's good meeting. No, you, I appreciate you guys inviting me. We're yeah, gonna have to have you back one day when yeah, Josh absolutely. is with us. Sure, and we'll have all four of us. Oh yeah, we I'll need stand to do out in a the hallway. Four. It'll get wild. We need to do a foursome one yeah. of these days, dude. If you guys want to find us, you can find us on uh, what's it? It's on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Instagram. We have an email. We're at the I Society guess. of Scoundrels Pod on Instagram. Yeah. Facebook, we're just the Society of Scoundrels. We have an email out there. Yep. Society Scoundrels at gmail.com. Yep. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Yep. Not, pretty much anywhere. Not iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess we'll just catch you guys next time. Right? Yep. yep. I love cool. you.